1: Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
3: Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We're in the studio today with Al Bernal, who is our new senior program manager uh, over our housing program. And also the co-author of the soon to be released Fight for Love Workbook for Men. How about that, Al? Welcome to the show.
2: Well, thanks for having me, Vanessa. It's just uh, I, I'm just elated with our release for the book. Uh, working to let, get together, collaborating with the book, I think we're gonna um, help a lot of y- young men and men heal, and that's that's our vision. I'm so glad to be here.
3: Yes, 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 yes. So, um, I you know I wanted to just first start off with a few things, and we'll build into this uh, to the Fight for Love book and what it's about, but. I think it's it's important for us to talk about a transition that has happened during COVID and um and a, a good one. Uh one that's caused me to stretch, caused me to um think about my own personal biases, um think about uh the men in my life, um those that are in my family, my friends and also my sons and my my husband and just men, men all around and the things that men are experiencing. And um, I want to go back to uh, you, you know, the the men's programs, uh, our housing programs specifically and IT biz, quite frankly, which sort of uh, started the thought process. During the beginning of COVID, we really expanded our IT biz, uh, uh, workforce development or tech academy uh, focus. Um and because so many people were sheltering in place we said you know we're going to we're going to go crazy with this and offer this remotely over Zoom so anyone across the nation can join us for classes and so um for those of you who don't know we you know we we were sitting around 20 or so people in our cohorts uh on average and now we have um now we have we're going to be educating 200 people this year and or in, in 2024, and this past year, we educated uh, almost a, uh, well over a 100 people. And so um, 97 actually graduated from our program and 97 people and then another 50 or 70 or so actually took workshops from us. So it's incredible. And as we've been supporting those individuals, we've noticed um, that the women that are in our programs are uh, that are living in our houses are having tremendous success. Um, they, because they're getting case management, they're getting wraparound services, they're getting, um, they're getting art therapy and, you know, dance therapy and cognitive behavioral therapy, and they have a roof over their heads and they have parenting classes. So they have a lot more services than the men were having, uh, who were sometimes sleeping in their car, sleeping on benches, um, sleeping at family members. And we've, and we just noticed that there was this disparity. Um, fast forward, one of the men that was actually attending my church was homeless, found himself homeless, hardworking guy, no substance abuse, um, history or even experience in that, of that kind, and just had found himself homeless, um, and was sleeping in the church. And that really did something to my heart. And, and I gotta tell you, I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't as sympathetic for men as I was for women. Uh, As a survivor of my own trauma, I always thought, you know, men have got this. They're good. It's the women that are hurting. Well, at that moment, I realized, "Mm, not so much, not so much. Here's this guy needs help. So we opened our first house. It's the launch house. Our house is about launching working men into economic sustainability um, and financial freedom. And um, I want to bring you in here, Al, because uh, you know, we started off with, uh, you know, a variety of leaders and we're so grateful to each one of them. But along the way, um, I came to meet Al and decided to hire you to be the manager of the Launch House. And I want to just bring you in, Al, to talk a little bit about that. You shared that with, you know, in some, some uh, in, in the past, instance you shared a little bit about that but i want the listening audience to hear the backstory because i think it's important to know you know why love never fails doing this why why are we getting involved with men why are we why are we um worried and concerned for the care and health of men in our community
2: oh um well i just want to thank you for the opportunity to hire me seeing the light in me when sometimes i didn't see it in me uh you know, when you hired me uh, for the launch house, my life experience was very, very important. You know, I, it profoundly bothers me that some men are on the street, go without an encouraging word, without a lift up, without an outlet for help for mental health, homelessness, for incarceration services after they get, uh, are incarcerated. You know, as we looked at the numbers together, you know, men are have a higher suicide rate men have a higher homeless rate men are mostly the ones that are incarcerated well being um somebody who was on the streets formerly homeless i I'm, I'm formerly an addict and recovered i'm formerly incarcerated and the gift of desperation for me um got me off the street but if it wasn't for an outreach To come in and give me some type of uh, a way out. If it wasn't for my parole agent to understand that the county I was in didn't have the services because this was during COVID, things were shut down. And I just want to commend you for Love Never Fails to keep these houses open during COVID and growing. That's that's so amazing to me. And that's why I'm so uh, excited about what's new with Love Never Fails. What's what's new and what's new is healing men and restoring men to be trusted servants, because I think why we are aligned is we figured out together that healing men and healing all is going to heal the community the unity of uh the 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 men, the brothers, the uncles, the grandfathers to be there to protect the little girls that your heart is uh was going after these these ladies that on on the streets uh that were vulnerable to human trafficking that were just looking for love right and love never fails so you um have developed um this great program for women and and opened your heart to men and then we landed together and and I just never forget the words Albert in our third interview were you homeless yes i was <laughs> were you for i I'm not supposed to ask those
4: questions Albert <laughs> Well
2: <laughs> no, i'm not telling anybody but those were pertinent questions you know and i yeah. i lost jobs because of my background i yeah. lost jobs because of my felony right now and, and my yeah. heart was uh, I, I was still surrendered to God, so I was rejoicing in the store closing. But my life experience is, uh, your eyes lit up and said, "Good, you're qualified, right?" Yeah. And so yeah. my life experience is where I'm helpful to men, and my life story begins with, um, you know, a, a family, a generational trauma that has been trickled down that started with the four-year-old boy being put into military school all year round and being abused and then for become an abuser a somebody who does harm. And so what we're doing with Fight for Love, with the Launch House, with the I Am Restored House for formerly incarcerated men, is recognizing that healing men, restoring men, educating men, to 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 become a uh, uh, trusted servant of our society, and and they'll become protectors and recognize their role that they can lead and help protect and, and provide for their families for their kids. You know, I had some distance with my daughter, and the reason, the whole reason behind the book and why I'm so excited about this is because I had 10 years of distance with my six year old daughter. She's now 16 that I just reunified with. And the only way that I felt that I could give back to um, God or I could show and live in a living immense is help heal a man. So he doesn't have that distance with his daughter, keep his daughter safe or son safe. Right. So I, I, I think we're not about uh, the women or the men. We're about humans. And we're healing humans so we could come together and help protect each other. And keep it uh, under the umbrella of like-minded people with morals, values, and standards, and healing.
3: Yes. Well, I, I, we we got so much to we got so much to go over here. So many things that we need to talk about. Um, I want to talk about how the launch house, you know, kind of what happens there. What is what is that program like? And then I want to talk about the restored house for previously incarcerated men. What is that like? I love I love your heart for, for people and the way that you talk about, you know, recognizing the needs of the people. And it's multifaceted. It's, it's the needs of the daughter. It's the needs of the father. It's the needs of the family. It's all of it. And it's all connected. And it's all important. It's all important to God. It's all important to me. And so um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. I want to hear more about you know, what, what, what happens in the launch house? What happens in the restored house? Like what, what do we do there? And then, and then how is this all kind of folding in to this fight for love workbook for men? All right, we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages.
3: Starting this week, Operation Christmas Child will host Project Leader and Kickoff Countdown events throughout the Bay Area. Come learn how this program collects Christmas gift boxes from your churches, businesses, and community and distributes them to children in need worldwide. These boxes are filled with toys, school supplies, and hygiene products by people like you who want to make a difference in children overseas and their lives. Who These are children who may have never received a new gift before. Did you know that since 1993, nearly 540,000 volunteers worldwide have delivered over 209 million gifts to children in over 170 countries? In 2023, Operation Christmas Child uh, would like to reach another 11 million children in their 30th year of ministry. At their events, you'll be able to meet regional team members and learn how to work with others in your community to make a gift box and spread the word. Learn how children hear the gospel and become disciples of Christ. At some of their events, a guest speaker who has received a gift box will share their touching and personal testimony. And so you want to mark your calendar, September 23rd in San Jose, join in, or visit SamaritanPurse.org forward slash OCC for time, date, and location information, and click on the Project Leader Weekend picture. Uh, Excited for you to get involved in this wonderful ministry, and so grateful that Love Never Fails can do our part to promote the love that is being provided to so many children across our world. Merry
4: Christmas.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Albert. Now, we're talking about um, just uh, all of our men's housing programs, how that came to be, um, and you know, what is happening in each of our men's homes, as well as what we be doing in January, January 27th. We are going to be releasing the Fight for Love Workbook for Men. Many of you know, five years ago, we released Fight for Love Workbook for Women, 12-step recovery book. And we have had hundreds of women that have been uh, able to uh, work with one another to experience the healing of the Lord. Um, using a twelve-step recovery structure, and now we have something uh, for our men. So, bringing you in here, um, you know, talk. Tell us a little bit about what's actually happening at the launch house. What What is the kind of the premise of this program, and what's happening there?
2: Well, you know what we're doing. We're, we're I've had men for that have been labor trafficked. I've had men that have been homeless. I have had men that were uh, uh, in recovery. And they're just on the cusp of being able to work. But they just need that extra step, that extra few months to. So we get referrals from various agencies. We've had referrals for Homeland Security. We've had IT biz referrals. We've had uh, church referrals. And so what happens is, is we get these referrals and they do a phone intake. And and we get him into the launch house. And I'm all about love, grace, and dignity. You know, it, there's a lot of shame for a man that couldn't hold it down. You couldn't keep your job. You know, uh, and, and there's a lot of, of family reunification that's taking place in the launch house right now. But mm. when a man is accepted in, uh, we we give him a, a fresh bed, a, a house mm-hmm. that looks like a home that me or you would live in. This is mm-hmm. not your typical house. That is sterile environment with these hospital beds. We got beds. We got a couch. We got a TV. A refrigerator packed full, and um, right away they are greeted by me with love. If they need clothes, if they need a bus pass, if uh, just uh, ministry into these these guys in my life experience and meet them where they're at, and they uh, meet the case manager. Who, who interviews them, sees if they need driver's license, food stamps, GA, uh, help uh, with the vehicle and, and meet them. And she meets them where they're, they're at, assesses what needs and wraparound services that they need. And then they get to meet with a counselor who meets uh, yeah. the, the men and they have to uh, have a venue to be vulnerable. And I want to uh, use this word vulnerable men because I think this is very important for men healing because when when a man's able to be vulnerable and that's what uh, I provide in the Launch House is a place to be vulnerable with our hurts and our hang ups and our barriers and then we achieve uh, 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 tools and wraparound service so we could get over these barriers so we can get on working and then we have save the save to live program which the men save half of their money after it's leftover expenses and we save an account so they can launch out to their own apartment. Uh, the, one of the most beautiful stories right now is uh, actually there's two stories of men that have uh, either a death of a spouse or um, estranged from their, their daughter's mom. And um, one had a daughter who's currently in the house and he's working on reunification and he gets to have her overnight at the launch house every Friday yeah. and uh and working on more um uh, custody uh visitation and there's been another man who gained full custody of his son from his sister we launched him out he went to IT biz was healed restored educated and now I'm not gonna put anybody's numbers out there but he makes uh, pretty good wage right now, and he's still under the umbrella of Phase Three program, and uh, under the umbrella of Love Never Fails, and our fearless leader Vanessa, and that's that's what I think is really important is we create a family, we create a structure of of, of our covering, our covering the church, our covering of who we're hanging around, and educate them. And support them in every step. Now, some members are fast, some are slow. And we recognize that every individual deserves individual attention at their pace with love, praise, and, and room for growth.
3: Yes. woo, Absolutely. That's the launch, yeah. that's the launch <laughs> house. Um, you know, and, and one of the things, too, there, I think everything you've described, Al, is, is like that's the, the heart of, of our housing programs in general. Um, which is one of the reasons because you've just cultivated that so richly with the men. It's one of the reasons why uh we've, you know, now promoted you to take on the role of the senior program manager over all the houses, including the women's youth and men's houses, because that heart is the heart uh of of our I am housing program. And it is one that meets people where they are, uh, wants to see them get the services that they need doesn't require them to be, you know, for your listening audience, people don't have to be Christian to receive services from us. They don't have to be, uh, you know, believe certain, I don't know, certain things. Maybe, maybe they don't believe in 12-step recovery. Maybe they have a different way of going about, um, you know, seeking healing. Uh, we're, we're fine with that. Uh, we support people uh, where they are, and we provide them with a variety of options. And one of the things I've learned about people and in general that are oppressed, that are vulnerable, that have been abused, is they're used to people forcing them to do things. They're not used to having options. And so it can be so healing to say, what do you want to do today? How do you want to approach your healing process, your healing journey? What are your goals? Let me align all of our services up with your goals. And so um, you know, some of the things that I've seen is just with that loving kindness and just with that waiting on people and meeting people where they are such tremendous transformation that I never even anticipated. So it's it's been really cool to watch. So 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 there is a launch house. But I, I did want to mention that a big piece of the launch house is making sure that the people that exit there have economic sustainability. So when you said, you know, you talk about that save to live program where they have savings so important um the it biz tech academy um that they get to co-enroll in that or they can enroll in other you know programs that we put place people that we partner with uh to become dental assistants or electricians or um to uh, go and work at a hospital or go and work in construction um and so that's been really exciting to watch kind of that economic sustainability piece develop as well as um the financial, you know, acumen, taking some financial literacy classes um and making sure that people know how to manage their money. So, and, you know, it's still a work in progress. So we don't have it, uh you know, exactly like perfectly, perfectly tuned, but we are headed in that direction. And these are the things that we hope for, not only for ourselves, but for the people that we serve, so we're gonna um take a quick break and we're gonna come back. I wanna talk a little bit about this this uh second home that we opened up uh for previously incarcerated men the I am restored house mm. uh, yeah i wanna wanna okay. just talk a little bit about what is, now why why are we housing previously incarcerated men? what to do with human trafficking you now just make it make sense all right. We'll be right back, and thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Albert Allen just talking about all the ways that Love Never Fails has gotten involved in serving men who are hurting in our community and why? Why are we doing that? We are uh, an agency that has historically focused on survivors of human trafficking, which are, you know, um, for the most part, um, you know, certainly men can be impacted by human trafficking. Absolutely. Labor trafficking. Fifty percent of all labor traffic victims are men um, and a much smaller percentage are uh, of, of men are um, of sex trafficking victims are men. Uh, but there's there are sex trafficking victims that are men. Um, but, you know, we've really felt the desire to open up houses for homeless men, for trafficked men, for incarcerated men. So I'm going to bring you back in here, Al. Why are we doing that? What's up with that?
2: Wow. Well, you know, I, I, I think it's, it's one word, recidivism, right? And recognizing that, that these men have done their time. They, they, and they deserve the love and encouragement if anybody does. Right. So uh, what we're doing with the the, uh, restored houses, we're providing a sanctuary of safety and security, because believe it or not, the men's coming out of prison are scared. They've been institutionalized. They've been told what to do. Uh, I I know um, I was with one of the program members at the dollar store. It was Easter time. It was every color in the rainbow all around. And he was straight up looking around like he saw a ghost, he goes, Look at all the colors. So we what we, we do at the restored houses is we provide a sanctuary so they could dust off the the, the 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 prison, right? They could dust off the uh, uh, being institutionalized a little bit, get them time to reintegrate into society. Get them time to decide to go to the Department of Rehabilitation and work with the Department of uh, the Daily Reporting Center, and they have case management. They get them started with their. Uh, uh, they can work Caltrans and get some money in their pocket. Uh, you know, and I encourage. You know, Vanessa, it profoundly bothers me that people go years without an encouraging word. And I know when I was in that position and I had people around me with an encouraging word and dignity, the dignity of a bed, the dignity of a clean pair of socks, the dignity of a a shirt when you're going to a job interview, right? I think along lines with the old parole agents that if you had a parole agent, he was just gonna catch you and get you back in prison. I think society has decided, no, this is rehabilitation. This is uh, not working. It's broken. So I'm so excited that you had the vision of this is part of the brokenness of human trafficking. Because these men that were uh, on the run were uh, undercover from the parole agents. What are they going to do? Hmm. They might go and try to make money some other way by pushing up on some vulnerable girl. So Mm -hmm. all these things, prison, drugs. Fentanyl, vulnerabilities, broken homes, fatherlessness—all these are all intertwined. And I think we what we're going through, going to our new vision is—it's not just love never fails. We can't, we can't do it all. We're going to have to include other agencies, other nonprofits, the Department of. Corrections, the, the daily reporting center, uh, and uh, and other services, uh, rehab and and detoxes, and we all have to come together to help heal these men. Give them time to 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 adjust to society. Give them skills that that give them um, some pride, some some confidence that they could keep this job. That their parole agent, uh, and one of the biggest things we provide safety from the agent. They get to sign in and out. So if the agent wonders where they're at, they're safe at the restored house. I just want to let you know, Vanessa, I have calls from parole agents clamoring to get their men at our house because the yeah. men at our house, they don't have to find, they don't have to put a, a ankle monitor on them. They're not, they're not going in and getting dirty tests. They're clean. They're where they're supposed to be and they're elevated. And um, I hope there's going to be, you know, the, the one hole is, there's a lot of resources when they're on parole. So what we're doing at Love Never Fails is we're getting them when they have the resources. Because when they don't have resources, they might go on the street. So we're providing, while they have these resources, housing, clothing, a uh, safe place. Uh, we have a food pantry for the men so they don't have to, uh, to uh, scrape for food. Right. So dignity, safety, security, and then we they can go into IT biz. They they got the department we have and we are holding accountable people that because we don't we we don't promise dreams that love never fails. We're very transparent of what we could offer, give them choices and then a time frame to make those. So that's what we're doing at the restored house. Um I just wanted to say one tidbit. There's a man there that's thirty seven years and um into prison. And he, he told me, I, I want to go back. I want to go back. Mm. I said, no, you're not going back. You're going to stay with me. And yeah. I gave him a big hug and I said, you're safe. You're secure. You're going to take the time. And um, I go, we're not going to kick you out. If you're off parole, I got a bed for you. We're going to make it work. We're going to advocate for you. We're going to find out where your social security is and we're, we're here for you. We're not giving up on you. And that and he smiled right. and gave me a hug back, and he believed me. And there's a brotherhood over there. And let me tell you, but that's, that's the smoothest running house that we have. You know that sound- they, they have <laughs> all these bridges, yeah, smoothest. Yeah, I don't even have to go over there too much. Everything, but he's yeah. in line. But, but the one thing they're used to is not getting services. They're used to being patient and waiting. And we can't do that. We have to push them to know, well, oh, there's services. Let's go over here. And get it while it's hot because it's not going to yes. come to us. So that's what we're providing to them: an encouraging word, a safe place, dignity, and confidence, so they can be a productive member of society and another trusted servants on and reunification with their family.
3: I love it. Look at this. You know, I want I want to just chime in and and give some some data points. Like once again, the the heart of it is there. Now the heart of it is there with you with Gabe. Um, thank God for Gabe as a, our live-in house manager over there and for each and every man that's there. I saw the Christmas party that you guys threw for them. I wasn't able to come and be there, but I saw their smiling faces, the, the love that they felt, the care that they got. And it just made me so happy, um, you know, as a as a daughter of a father who was incarcerated and who, you know. Um, and brothers who you know also have been incarcerated. Well, one brother. Um, it's um, you know to know that somebody is loving my dad or my my brother in that way um, is, is is you know it it means it would mean so much. And so to see that that's somebody's brother, that's someone's dad, that's someone's son. Think about my son. I have three sons. Think about one of them having to go through something like that. I would want them to be somewhere that cared for them in that way. so what a beautiful what a beautiful and an honor honoring opportunity for me to be able to be a witness to that and so um thank you, thank you to all of you. you know uh, some statistics, just some thoughts for you all to think about um one in six in uh, state male inmates reports being physically and or sexually abused before the age of 18 and witnessing interpersonal violence um and that data point um i i just pulled that from a study if you want to want to look it up it's a journal article titled childhood and adult trauma experiences of incarcerated persons um by uh Nancy Wolf and uh Jing Shi and you know that there's a whole study about it and it's it's just uh, the correlation between that kind of trauma uh, is and and being becoming incarcerated and potentially becoming an a, you know an, an abuser or exploited or abused um, or an exploiter um, just all the whole gamut of possibilities can be stopped in its tracks with with something that's very powerful your love. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages.
4: This is Dr. Miluna Fauch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. That's pitchperfectpresentations.com, pitchperfectpresentations.com.
1: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Al Burnell. And uh, we've just been uh, chatting it up about the launch house, about the restored house. Um, I want to talk a little bit here about the, um, uh, the uh, new project, the new book that we're launching called Fight for Love, a workbook for men. And this is, um, wow, it is coming together like nobody's business. We are launching the book. We're releasing the book. On January the 27th, 2024, um, we are tentatively locked in at the Rock Church. Yes, you heard it right here. Um, from four to seven PM and, uh, we're just, uh, shoring up a few details and then we will get that out, uh, in a flyer and, uh, out to, to the masses to join us. Um, we are going to launch this book and we are going to showcase the testimonies of 12 dynamic Men that have also overcome a variety of life's experiences, um, you know, a variety of uh, of challenges. And um their stories, I gotta tell you, I I've had the opportunity to help them write their testimonials uh based on, you know, having done this prior. And I'm telling you these stories, these testimonials um that that are dealing with a couple of different areas. So childhood, sexual abuse, physical, emotional, mental abuse, spiritual abuse, sexual hangups, fatherlessness, codependency, and substance abuse. And though, you know, one of the things we emphasize in the book, because people are like might be thinking, gosh, that's like a laundry list of things. Well, the reason why we've listed those things is that they're all interrelated. Um, just in the research that we've done academically, experientially and spiritually, we found an undeniable connection between each one of those experiences. And what we found is that when we deny that one of them happens, it hinders your arc, our, our, you know, complete healing and freedom and the complete healing and freedom of the men that we want to break free. We want to get them free. And so, you know, I I give one example in the book that talks about how fatherless children are 40 times more likely to experience sex, childhood sexual abuse than those who are who have fathers present in the home. And then the very sexual abuse are 26 more likely to use times more likely to use drugs and 13 times more likely to abuse alcohol. You see the connection. So this is why we're highlighting this and we're asking Um, these men, these courageous men to bring forth their testimonies to prove, to make our case. And let me tell you, they did not disappoint. Um, In fact, I am so pumped to see God's men, his sons on display. Um, So Al, you know, I've invited Al, I I prayed and prayed and prayed. And then, you know, I was planning to do this book for about two years. I've been praying about it. And when I came across Al, I knew that uh he would be a part of the book, but as I began to hear his heart see him operate in the homes with the men and the care and love that he provides, I knew that he would have the right uh perspective for what we are doing with this twelve step recovery group workbook um for men fight for love al I want to invite you in um Tell us about, you know, as a co-author, as as someone who is pulling together some of the toolkit, the the just the underpinnings of healing uh, that are inspired by the Bible and by your life experience. Tell me, tell me how is this feeling for you? What, what, What kind of emotions are you dealing with?
2: And it's mixed emotions, Vanessa. And I, I, I feel it, it. It was our destiny to meet. I think it was God ordained that our, our paths crossed because the healing um, that I've experienced just for writing the book, uh, co-authoring the book with you, the wonderful template that you already had, Hyper Love for Women. Um, I had this beautiful template to work, and my my recovery journey, you know, was. Uh, I worked an active, a hard recovery because of the gift of desperation, the gift of desperation that I have nothing more to turn to but Jesus. And I ran to him and he's placed me in Hayward. He placed me at New Hope where I got to hear you. A, 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 you were behind the pulpit talking about child sex trafficking. You were talking about things that aren't too palatable to uh, uh, hear at church. But you're, you said it was such grace and such healing. And it was something that I needed to hear. because My childhood traumas and my, my story really starts with a, a grandfather who was put in military school, fall, uh, military school at four years old all year round. And I know what happened to him because he ended up uh, doing harm to my mother, who ended up doing harm to me, right? And so this generational trauma started from a little boy. And when I heard, you know, the dirty little secret, let's just say it, the dirty little secret is uh, uh, boys that are being molested and they go on to have to keep this dark secret of shame, of, of, of questioning their manhood. Of confusion and chaos. And what do hurt people do? Hurt people hurt people. Right? So, when I was at a uh, recovery um, camp out, and I heard a gentleman, and he said, said free flowing that he forgave his childhood rapist and was healed from it. And I, I wanted to bring up this key word vulnerability. He was vulnerable in, in, in front of hundreds of men about 150 men were at this camp out and immediately it moved me so much. I got out of my chair and I prayed to God. And I said, you know, I got to forgive some people. I got to forgive myself. I got to forgive my grandfather. I got to, I got to do this. I got to do this program. So I feverishly and fervently um, got into the church, got into the word and got into the 12 steps. And what I heard is a lot of people didn't understand the 12 steps. A lot of people didn't know how to apply it to their daily lives. And it worked. Because I had that desperation, I was so honest and willing, I got that. And it's only through the understanding of these steps and the application in our daily lives that they work. And I want so desperately to give it away. And then unless it comes, hey, i got a life-changing maybe uh, uh, opportunity for you, Al. I got this fight for love women's book. I wanted you to check this out. And I'm thinking about doing this men's book and adding men's testimonies. And let me tell you, Vanessa, after hearing the other men's testimony, it humbled me so much because these men have overcome it so much. And I just wanted to, uh, one of the men that you interviewed, and uh, I don't want to say his name yet because we're going to keep that under wraps. But it was so moving. I remember you calling me, Al, you we, you got it. I'm, I, you, I haven't seen you fired. You're a pretty cool comic collective. And I said, you were inspired. You were fired up. And yeah. I got to meet him and recover. We hugged. And, I, and it's, it's, just, it's just going to be uh, beautiful to be vulnerable in, in front of young men. And we're targeting young men 14 and up. Uh, I just want to quickly tell you, I, I Vanessa had me go down to a conference. It was a conference for boys who do harm. There was 40 agencies there. There was parole, probation, social services, school board, nonprofits, uh, on the list went on and on. The facilitator asked for a show of hands if they knew a program or facilitated a program for do, boys who do harm. And Vanessa, the room was like crickets. There's no programs to help heal young men that were victim of sexual abuse. There's sexual hang hang-up and codependency, but I want to hyper focus on this child sexual abuse because men have to live in shame, they have to live in lies, they have to live, and, and they just end up doing harm. So I think the aha bold went on, you know, went on, and hey, this is a key factor of what you're trying to do at Love Never Fails with with protecting um, victims of sex trafficking with the women. Right. They are tightly wound, just like the family. So I just want to thank you for the opportunity. We're going to help. Never underestimate the millions that could help by just knowing Jesus and just knowing recovery. And I'm just so mm. super humbled to be a part of this. Event. Oh, wow.
3: That's right. Never underestimate Something that someone can do by just knowing Jesus. Come on. The power of a person that is motivated and inspired by Jesus. Wow. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to hear different ways that you can connect with us and also support what we're doing. Uh, Be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio.
1: To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell.
3: Welcome back to Love Never fields Radio. We have had a great time talking with you, Al. Thank you for all you do. Uh, so grateful to have you in your new role as a senior program manager. Um, I thank you for your humility. I know that you're learning a lot, kind of drinking from a fire hose, I think is the term. And uh, we uh, appreciate you being adaptable and coachable and meeting people with, you know, the love that, that you have and, And so thank you for that. And then also we've got our book coming up Um, and it is, again, Fight for Love Workbook for Men. It will be launched on Amazon. You'll be able to purchase it on Amazon. It is a 12-step recovery book, workbook, and uh, you'll be able to purchase it from Amazon uh, starting on the 27th of January, 2024. Uh, We did that purposely in National Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And um the 27th, we will have an actual book release party at the Rock Church in Danville from 4 to 7 p.m. Um, we are shoring up a few details about where which room we're using. So as soon as we get that all shared up, we'll get it on to our website and flyers out so that you can come and and uh see uh, hear from the men that will be showcased in the book. Uh, hear about the um, the healing journey that we hope men in prisons, men in homes, men in juvenile hall, men in the streets, men in schools will be able to utilize um, to uh, reach um, the you know their healing and receive their healing from the lord and um and to know uh, what jeremiah twenty nine eleven says for I know the plans I have for you, young man. more seasoned man, whoever you are, man out there. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. All right. um, Al, you had a few final comments that you wanted to bring in. I'd love to invite you
2: in to share. I I just wanted to say this book is going to be the comma in our lives where the devil wanted to put a period. And that's what I want to give men. And and, and all the men in all my houses is one word is hope. This is this is going to be an inspirational book for hope that we're not going to um, stop and be shamed and and not be uh, recognized in, in society that we can be vulnerable as men and still stand up as, as as a strong man, a godly man, you know, that's following the law of Jesus and the teachings of Jesus because. I think one of the most manly things a man could do is surrender to Jesus Christ and live under his law so he could lead, provide, and protect the vulnerable, the women, and the children. And that's really how I'd like to end it, Vanessa. I want to thank you so much for believing in me, being the light and leader in my life. And um, I'm ride or die with Love Never Fails. We're we're, going to make a difference. We're going to go nationwide, worldwide. Because a love never fails.
3: Well, thank you, Al. Thanks for every to everyone uh, for listening in. I wanted to just um make sure that you had a few things on your mind. If you would like to support us in the work that we're doing, and maybe you're thinking about who should I support and as part of my end of your giving, um, thank you for considering us. Uh, we know that there's a lot of uh different agencies that you can work with and we want you to continue to do that, but send your mix. <laughs> That's all we're saying. Just put us in your mix some kind of way. Um, we'd be ever so grateful so we can continue to do the work that we're doing. And you can do that by going to com forward slash donate. Um, you can be, give us a one-time uh, gift or um, you can do a recurring gift of any amount. Anything helps. And we so appreciate that. We also appreciate your prayers. We appreciate your participation in our programs. We'd love to have you. Join us as a volunteer in 2024. If you want to do that, you can reach out to Sandy at volunteers at us.com um, or Queenie, Q, I'm sorry, uh, K-U-I-N-I at us.com. She is our coordinator. She can help you get started right away. Um, we want to also remind you that we have uh, the Fight for Love on the 27th of January. Please join us there. And also mark your calendars. On April the 13th, you guys, oh, sorry, April the 6th. April the 6th, 5 o'clock is our annual LNF gala. gala. Uh, we will be getting those tickets out there very soon. So please um, plan to join us. It's going to be the journey to freedom, celebrating the journey to freedom theme as it always is each year. We're going to switch it up a little bit though. Um, and we are going to have it at the Black Hawk Museum. Oh, nice cars, guys. So please um, plan to join us that evening. Um, and then finally, we just want to make sure to wish you a happy new year. We hope you've been enjoying your holidays. We We're wishing you the greatest levels of of um, uh, care, love, prosperity, grace, peace, and joy in this coming year. And always, uh, we always end our shows. Um, Just reminding you that uh, of something that's very important and maybe you need to hear it again. Maybe you listen every week and you go, yeah, or maybe you need to hear for the very first time. I want to make sure that you know that you
1: are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio.